Hey friends, welcome to the Life with Chris and Tatum podcast, where each week we'll talk about practical and relevant topics to help you live a life of freedom and purpose. Thanks for joining us today. For more information, please visit lifefellowship.tv. And now let's tune in with Chris and Tatum. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Life with Chris and Tatum. We are so glad you guys are joining us today. Hey, Chris and I are the pastors uh, here at Life Fellowship Church in McKinney, Texas. And uh, we just wanted to give a shout out and say thanks for um, for listening. Those of you that are sharing this with your friends and your family, thanks for helping us spread the word. We're pumped about um, picking back up on the podcast, uh, what we began last week. So yeah, last week we talked about nine keys to over uh, achieving success in your life, mm-hmm. and we we addressed the first four. And boy, we had it was really it was rich, a lot That's of great good. content there. We talked about knowing your identity in Christ. Number two, focusing on your priorities. Number three, determining your life philosophy, because everybody. Um, yeah, everybody has a philosophy of but, what success of is. what success looks like. And you know, I shared that my my goal is that the closest to me who know me the best would love and respect me the most. And then number 4, we talked about getting healthy, uh, getting physically fit. Here's number 5, and that's this, make the time to learn um to learn a trade. So make make the time to learn everything about the field that you're in. Yeah. So I think we can include in this the topic of um, parenting doesn't often sound like a trade, but I don't want to exclude those of you that are listening that you are saying to yourself like, okay, I'm not in the workforce right now. Uh, I'm at home raising kids. I have toddlers running around. I'm potty training. I have kids in high school. Um, Yeah, but make the time to be the best uh, that you can be in whatever that looks like, whether it be parenting or in the workforce. Yeah. See, I want you to become a success and that's only going to happen as you um, uh, give yourself to something. You know, it says in 1 Timothy chapter 4, verse 15, it says, give yourself wholly uh, to them that your progress may be revealed to all. So I want you to think about that for a second. It says, give yourself wholly to something and mm-hmm. it, your uh, the evidence of that will appear unto all. So are you giving yourself wholly to it? So I'll, I'll say it like this. If you give yourself wholly to um, you know, getting physically fit, your evidence, the evidence of that is going to appear unto all. Mm-hmm. It, it, not immediately, but it will. If you give yourself to um, <laughs> eating at CeCe's Pizza, the evidence of that will eventually begin to appear unto all. If you give yourself uh, wholly to you know, learning about uh, investments and... Um, yeah, it, planning it, for your future and saving yeah. and it will appear into all. Yeah. Yeah. And so my question I have for you is in the area of your passion, in the area of your expertise, um are you giving yourself wholly to that area? Yeah. Uh, how can you grow? How can you mature? Are there people that you can uh, surround yourself with? Other yeah. mentors that can speak into your life? Napoleon Hill in his book Think and Grow Rich said if you'll spend 1 hour extra each day in the study of your chosen field, you'll become a national expert in five years or less. That's crazy. Just one hour a day. So again, are you applying yourself? Are you investing in uh, in your future? Because if if you've stopped growing, you're dead. 
You know, we've always got to have this idea that I can always improve. I can always yeah. get better. It's the irresistible power of better. Yep. It's having a mindset that I, I'm not the best that I can be uh, or that maybe I can't, I should be. I'm going to keep growing, keep learning. Let's be open to do things better. And that's how you become different. And that's how you become successful. Yeah. The Bible says you give yourself wholly to it. And yeah, whatever you give yourself wholly to will appear into all. Mm -hmm. So th think about this. Think about the abundance of information available to all of us. Yeah. Honestly, it just boggles the mind how much information is out there. So identify the experts in your field, connect with them, read their blogs, read their books, uh, listen to their podcasts, document what you learn and share what you learn. Yeah. And then make some necessary and you're changes. Gonna be, yeah, and you're going to begin to see, wow, th this stuff is going to begin to flow out of you. You're going to begin uh, to, to naturally begin to elevate um, and your qualities will begin to float to the top. You'll become distinguished because you've applied yourself. And that doesn't just happen overnight. Again, we've been talking a lot about, you know, choices lead, feelings follow, that your habits are stronger than your desires. So create habits that are helping you to excel in your area of field. That exactly. you are that you're becoming somebody that you are learning your trade. Exactly. Maybe you're in a certain field, but you got a heart for another field. Go for it. Start learning about that thing. Um, yeah. Invest your life in it. You have anything else on this one, hon? I don't. I had a lot to say on that one because. But it was good stuff. I like what you shared. All right. Here's number six. Pay the price. So whatever you want to achieve in life is going to require a, a price to be paid. And I think this actually ties in kind of nicely with what you were just talking about because applying ourselves, continuing to grow and learn and be open to doing things uh, in a different way is a part of as a part of this, but we have to be willing to pay a price. I think it's something that is kind of like a lost thought in generation uh, nowadays compared to when I think about our grandparents' generation, our uh, even our parents who um, worked so hard uh, to save up enough money to, for example, like buy the one piece of furniture that they needed in their house. Whereas nowadays, most people that move out who get an apartment just, I feel like it's pretty normal that they just go take a credit card and swipe it and buy everything that they want immediately. Do you know what I mean? Not There's a, there's a generation of people who are not willing to pay a price um, because we want everything instantly. We don't, we don't want to wait for uh, the dinner to be cooked. We just, can I just microwave something and get it quickly? Because we're like, things move so quick and it's, it's, um, life isn't always easy and great things don't always come quickly. <laughs> There's a lot that needs to happen that only can happen, um, over time. Listen, it's supposed to be hard. If it was easy, everybody would do it. And, uh, I agree with you that we, we have a culture that, there's, we no longer know what delayed uh, satisfaction is anymore. Mm -hmm. We want instant satisfaction. Mm -hmm. So we don't pay the price. So we will cut corners. We'll, uh, and it, it actually ends up hurting us in the long, yeah. in the long run. Yeah. It's supposed to be hard. Yeah. And it's, it's the, the difficult uh, 
the, the difficult situations that refine you, that build that character on the inside mm -hmm. of you. And if you really want to be a success, pay the price. You look at the studies where, uh, and it's not where people have have won the lottery, and they get, I mean, millions yeah. and millions and millions of dollars. Yeah. It destroys their life. They many of them just go bankrupt the large because they're not. They don't yeah. know what it is when it's just given to you. Yeah, and you haven't. You don't know how to how to how maintain to that, how yeah. to steward that in a, in a correct way. Mm -hmm. You know, people ask me about the miracle of life fellowship in the church and like all the difficult days. I hated it. I hated the difficult times, but the fact that you know you and I never gave up, we continue to pay the price. the The benefit of that mm -hmm. is that it we have been stretched to be able to. Um, steward what it is that God is giving us right now because yeah. we paid the price. Because listen, life is going to be yeah. hard. And if it was easy to have success, everybody would be yeah. a success. I'm thinking of the scripture that talks about when you're faithful in the small things, then you'll be faithful when the Lord gives you more. But if you're not faithful in the little, then you can't be faithful or trusted with the big. And I think this is a part of paying a price um, and, and recognizing what I want immediately and what I want right now. Um, I, I may not have and being willing to continue to pay the price and wait and choose the future over, over the immediate like gratification is, uh, is a godly process is a healthy process. It's how roots, it's how roots grow and develop that can hold and withstand fruit when it grows and bears on a tree versus, you know, just a Something tree that grows shooting up, quick up and, and the winds has, come and then it just, yeah, and then gets it just blown blows over. over. Yeah. So Important. Yeah, pay the price. Wisdom chooses the future over the present. Exactly. You know, I've heard people say that you can you can pay the price now and play later, or you can play now and pay the price of failure later. And I think that that is so true. Mm -hmm. Hey, hey, everybody, pay the price. Yeah, Give it everything you've got. Just keep doing it. Just keep. Yeah. Even when day it after doesn't... day, when nobody sees, when nobody knows, you keep doing the right thing. You keep taking the next step. You you keep being faithful in the little things and watch how the Lord will reward you uh, in time. Here's the here's the seventh thing, and that's this focus on the future. So let me say it like this: We can choose where we put our focus in life. We can either look back, yeah, or we can look forward with hope. And I think there's a lot. It, it, let me just say that that it's very easy for us to look through the rearview mirror of life, to be consumed with what has happened. Mm -hmm. The older that we get, I think it is. I feel like young people and children, they always look ahead to their future with so much excitement and so much like, I can't wait. One day I'm going to graduate. One day I'm going to get my license. One day I'm going to get married. One day... But there's a point in life happens. that something flips. Yeah. And it's like... Um, so no matter what age you are, don't lose that. Yeah. Look ahead with hope it, because if... If you have Jesus, you have hope. Your future, he's it's a promise. Plans to give you a hope and a future. So Glenn Johnson said there's only one good reason to look back, and that's to see how far you've come. There you go. You know, uh, future focus is a key hallmark for all top leaders because they constantly believe that the best is yet to come, that the future is bright. Mm -hmm. It's a hallmark for great leaders. Leader, great leaders are looking forward. Great leaders mm -hmm. are seeing the possibilities. Great leaders are seeing that, wow, all things do work together Yeah, for those that love God and are called according to his purpose. Like, you know, 
continue to look through that, not the rear view mirror of life, but through the windshield and see ahead, see the future and know that God's already, he's already there. It says that your God goes before you. Yeah. So if God is already there and why not anticipate, anticipate with, with great an, joy, uh, with great joy yeah. and say, God, I wonder what you're preparing for me. Yeah. Cause he says, I've got a future and a hope for you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's a, ch- we have to make the choice though, right? We have to choose that to look at the future through a lens of hope rather than through the hurt or the pain that you might now currently be experiencing. We have to choose. I'm going to see it with a trust in the Lord, with a hope in who he is, even if right now looks terrible. You know, I know I've, I've talked to so many people, so many people that they are so consumed by the failures of the past and they feel like they just can't get over. And it just, it just comes out of them. And what happens is, is that when you do that, you don't even realize you're doing it, but you are bringing everybody else down in the room. You are bringing down your future because yeah, you might've failed. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Some bad things that were disastrous may have happened in your life, Mm -hmm. but don't keep being tethered back to that. I'm not saying don't look at that. Don't, don't don't admit or recognize, recognize the difficulty of that. I'm not saying that, but some people just live in the pain of the past. They Mm -hmm. continue to live in the regret of the past. And again, I think we do need to look back. We do need to remember, hey, that's where I've I've come from. Yeah, yeah. But But I'm not going to stay there. I'm not staying there. I'm going to have a bright, uh, uh, I have a bright future. And tomorrow's going to be so bright, I'm going to have to wear sunglasses because like, it's just beautiful. (laughs) Good. But I think great leaders, you, you look at this, all top producing leaders, they have this hallmark of, they are very vision focused. Yep. And this is how you future have focused. overall a successful life is choosing to focus on the future. You can look back with regret or you can look forward with hope. And I'm just going to challenge you to be one of those that look forward. Here's number eight, develop solid relationships. And relationships are where the rubber hits the road. Relation- Friendship's so important and um, is something worth fighting for. Friendships, like true friendships are worth investing the time. They they require you to invest the time to have a true friendship, but it's so worth it to be able to have somebody who knows the real you and who gets you and who loves you anyway. It's worth it. We need it. God made us to need each other. Um, and so develop those. If you, if you, haven't been investing the time or haven't um, been the recipient of a friendship that you feel like this person loves me and is really here for me, you know, I would just encourage you to start praying about it. Ask God, open my eyes to people that are around me, like that I can connect with who, who believe in the Lord that like I believe in the Lord, who love you like I do, Jesus, who can share um, life together faith together, who can pray together, who can, then you can have fun and hang out. Like it's worth it. God said, it's good that man not be alone and relationships are key. You know what? I heard somebody say once, they said, you know, a great leadership is not getting to the top of, of a mountain and declaring, Hey, I got to the top mm-hmm. um, and taking a picture of themselves, like a selfie up there. But great leaders get to the top of a mountain and take a group selfie. 
Mm-hmm. So in other words, they got a whole bunch of people that they've been able to, to do it together. Mm-hmm. So it's not just this individual, you know, yeah. climb to the the top of the ascent of this yeah. mountain. Don't yep. take don't take a selfie, take a group picture. I think about that. <laughs> Excuse me. When I think of our uh, when I think of our team, like our staff here at Life Fellowship, truly, really honestly are some of our best friends. We don't just work together, but we live life and we love each other together. And so much of the journey of climbing the mountain of um, building and leading and loving this amazing church and amazing body of people has been about us doing it together with them. Yeah, I think I'm it's massively for, important. Yeah, and, and so much so that we 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 do intentional things to create that. So we just went and did a thing called War Games that I took our staff out and we went and played War paintball games. together. And we did pedicures, so I call it pedicures and paintball. Okay. War games. War games. <laughs> it's war g- and then we went we and had some together. barbecue at it's Hutchins. Important. We got to invest in relationships. Like, you can't just tell someone that you're my friend. We can't just work, 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 work. Yeah. I got to develop. And that's the key there. You, they, they don't happen accidentally. Yeah. You have to be intentional. Yep. Um, and to the degree that you open up and be honest and real, a lot of times is dependent upon how they will get opened up and honest and vulnerable with you. Yeah. So go first. Yeah. Get in a group, you know, connect into a, a dream team. Yes. Find find, find good, solid um, Christ followers. Yeah. Because I think that the closest relationships that you have in your life should not be um, worldly relationships. I believe that they should be Godly. people that you're on a mission with, Yeah. not people you're on a mission for. That's a good word, babe. Okay, here's the last thing, guys. And this this ninth one um, has kind of been the hallmark of my life. It's one of the it's one of the hallmarks, and that is find purpose, find the purpose of your life. So life will never make sense until you discover why God put you on this planet. So you, you've God's got the seeds of success planted on the inside of you. He's got the seeds of purpose deposited on the inside of you. So before God ever created a do, he made he made a you. There you go. Yeah. No, no. And and he created you in such a way that 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 the, he wanted you to be used by him to do incredible yeah, things for with him. With purpose, on purpose. You, have, you know that right now, 87% of Christians in the body of Christ in America don't know their purpose or they're not functioning in that purpose. I did not know that. 87%. So I word it like this. Imagine if your body, so the body of Christ, 87%. Imagine your physical body. If 87% of your physical body did not know its purpose and mm-hmm. was not functioning in that purpose. How Dead. do you think you'd be be looking? Vegetative state, like coma. Seriously. Like, like not functioning. Yeah, and I think that's what's happening it. in the body of Christ in, yeah. in America is that we don't know our purpose and we're not we stepping into it. We need to know. Yes. And you'll never know it until you step out and try. And what happens is, is that fear um, hijacks yeah. your future, your potential. The enemy really gets in, in, I would say, people's minds to make you believe that either you can't you're, you can't add value to anything that's happening with the church or in the church or for the body of Christ because of your past or because of your your uh, own struggle with sin or whatever, whatever, that you basically can't make a difference. And it's the biggest 
fattest lie of all time. Yeah. It's corroding away your You have a um, purpose. Your potential. And you're and you're needed. It's and, so and the reality, here's the sad part, is that there's gonna come a day you're gonna have to give an accountability for your purpose. How did you step into it? How did you how did you use the gifts that are on the inside mm-hmm. of you? So please don't ever let fear or intimidation or your past keep you keep from you, you know the yeah. greatest people that God used in the Bible had some of the worst pasts. That's so true. So if you have a bad past, welcome to the club. You're actually a candidate <laughs> yeah. to be used by God greater than anybody else. It's true. You know, I tell people all the time, I'm like, you know, you, you and I, we've never been through a divorce personally. Nobody wants to hear from us as it talks about, hey, you know, if you've been through a divorce and here's what you need to do and here's how you handle the emotions and the the kids and the and, mm-hmm. and the hard, the hard, and the the hard nights and, and the whatever. Yeah. They want to hear from somebody that's been through that already yeah. because you've got a testimony that there is, so I'll say it like this. A lot of times the painful things in your life that mm-hmm. you've been through oftentimes are a, give you a great indicator of the purpose of God on your life. It's so true. God wants to take and w- will, if you'll allow him, your pain and make it purposeful, your your trial and and use it as a testimony yeah. of how you how he helped you through it. You know, but I, I come back to this. You'll never discover your purpose until you step out. So many people, they just want it to, you know, like, just I want it to, to fall into my lap. Yeah. Nothing good in life ever happens accidentally. We just talked about it a second ago. You, it, it, you have to pay the price. It's, it's not supposed to, it's supposed to be hard. If it was easy, everybody would do it. It will be difficult. Hard. It'll Stretching. stretch You'll you. You'll think, I can't do it. And the Lord will say, yes, you can. Take a step. I'll show you. I'll be strong when you're weak. Take the step of faith. Like, it is hard. Uh, but. That's what God's called us to do. You know, a lot of times we compare ourselves, our our um, purpose, with somebody else's purpose, and you have a unique purpose on on your life. Yeah. So you get pulled off course by the public success of somebody else because you think, well, I just can't be, I can't have the success like them. them. And the key, the key is that the purpose of your your life is unique to you, and only you can decide what it is. You're not just one in a million, baby. You are one in eight billion. <laughs> and all you have to do is just do what Jesus tells you to do. Listen to God and do what he says. Just do what he says for you. It's not about comparing so, what everyone else is doing and how they do it and whatever. Are you just willing to say, yes, Lord, I'll do what you told me to do? We tell people here, hey, get involved in a number of areas in the church. Try it out. Yeah. Try out kids. You don't like it? It's okay. It's not a ball and chain. You got to do that for forever. Yes. And then go serve in the cafe. Get in the correctional facility. Lead a life group. You know, get a, get a part of the student ministry. No, find an nice. area. Mm-hmm. We sit like this. Find a need and fill it. Find a hurt and heal it. There you go. So you got more in you than you ever realized. And when, when you do step into your purpose and you start ex- tasting that, It'll be one of the most addictive things you've ever mm-hmm. you've ever tasted because there's nothing like allowing the God of the universe to flow through your mm-hmm. life to touch somebody else. So good. Well, everybody, we hope you enjoyed this. I know that you are already well on your way, already applying all nine of these into <laughs> your life. And um, as you do, get ready for the favor of God to be on you because a day of the Lord's favor is greater than a lifetime of labor. All right, everybody, love you. God bless. Have a great week. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.